This is about the, the work of God that we are equipped to do and able to do because of what the Holy Spirit does in and through us. Hello and welcome to the Caring Congregation podcast where we seek to educate and equip pastors and congregational care ministers to develop and implement the Caring Congregation ministry and to provide ongoing training and resources to existing care ministries. I'm Reverend Karen Lampy, and with me today is the national team for the Caring Congregation. Hi, I'm Reverend Laura Berg. Hi, I'm Reverend Joy Dister Dominguez. And also, uh, we want to remember Reverend Melissa Gepford, who is actually not with us today, but um, she is always has good comments about all of these different things. But we miss you today, Melissa. So we're going to talk about the four key concepts in this podcast. And those four key concepts that we emphasize in our training are embrace a team concept, Trust the Holy Spirit. Evaluate, evaluate, evaluate. And lastly, in all things, pray first. So with that, Joy, would you pray for us? I would love to. Great and gracious God, we are so grateful to be together as a team. We certainly need one another. And, oh God, we trust your Holy Spirit to work in the midst of this time together And so we come to you, O God, asking you to open our hearts and minds as we um, talk about these remarkable four key concepts as as we hope our listeners are setting up and evaluating their congregational care ministry. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So as we um, just look at these four key concepts, I know that both Joy and Laura have employed these concepts in their work and their setting up of their ministries. So um, I'll just ask both of you, how was it for the two of you, as you said, okay, we're going in this direction. Now we're going to embrace this team concept. How is that with (laughs) all of that work that you've done? Well, um, I'll say that when I first began, I had been serving for 10 years as a hospice chaplain and was asked to uh, help out a local church in the town where I lived here in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. And I was hired to continue the work um, of grief support uh, to kind of be there during the transition between a pastor who had been there for 34 years, a new pastor coming in and helping use some of those same qualities of care, those tools of care for um, when we're, when we're working with people who are going through grief um, to, to help them through this transition period. And so I found myself actually becoming overwhelmed in that first year with the care needs of the congregation. Um, you know, forget that I hadn't even had a chance to even begin to go outside the church and think about the needs in the community and how our church could be effective in our ministries with the community. But um, this ended up being a situation where out of my own desperate need as a clergy person, I knew I needed help to care for the people in our congregation and in our community. And I had... um, fortunately been to one of the training uh, events um, at 
Church of the Resurrection. Karen, you were um, the facilitator of that group at the time, and I was uh, remembering how impressed I was with this model of care. Uh, so I found a church in Winter Park who used this model, and I went and interviewed the uh, minister of congregational care, uh, the clergy person, and then one of their staff uh, who was also a CCM. And from there, I thought, you know what, this is going to work perfect in our church. And so I, I knew right from the get-go um, that first key concept of embrace a team concept. I needed a team. And so I began with Stephen Ministers who um, had not you know, had not been able to do their work because the Stephen Minister coordinator had retired. So they were chomping at the bit to get busy again in ministry, and it just worked really well um, to do a training with them. And then from there, we had other people in the congregation who just started coming out of the woodwork. And of course, there's that other concept of trust the Holy Spirit. You know, if this if this model of care was to be um, then we leaned heavily into the guidance of the Holy Spirit and spent a good year in our first year before we even announced, uh, before we even had our commissioning service. Um, we waited a good year before um, we launched because we wanted to make sure those steps we were taking, the organizing we were doing, um, was truly in step with the work of the Holy Spirit. Well, and I can imagine as people started joining the team too, it just took that time to build the trust within the team um, for you, Laura. Oh, yeah. I mean, there. in fact, it seemed like during that first year, we did more self-care for mm-hmm. one, with one another and listening to each other's stories, um, finding out sometimes that the things that were the shadow parts of our stories that we normally wouldn't share, um, we had established such a great trust um, foundation that that we really truly could open up and allow some of those shadow parts of our story to become real fruit uh, that God could use, and actually to to our surprise, uh, and and it was a, a sacred surprise. A lot of those situations were relating to the the very call each of these CCMs were feeling upon their heart, and. It just kind of it went hand in hand like that. That uh, you know those who had gone through divorce, uh, and and some very um, traumatic divorce is traumatic, but uh, mm-hmm. some were, that were just really really ugly. It sure. seemed like the, the, that those persons in need going through ugly divorces uh, were the ones that were gravitating to these particular CCMs. So, um, and there's just a number of different. Um, serendipities like that, that happened Mm. in that first year of training. That's cool. I I think for me, what I love most about a team aspect is that we all bring different, different gifts and graces and experiences to the team. Um, I come from, you know, a certain background and, and, and have different experiences and yet that's just one angle. That's just one approach. And so when you start um, building a team and you start um, getting to know what the gifts and graces are and and what people's stories are. I mean, that's what's so rich about a team is yeah. that you're bringing all these stories, all these experiences that even just getting to know people on Sunday mornings for a quick hello, goodbye, you know, how are you kind of thing. You don't hear those stories. Those don't always come out right away. You need to really get to know people to really hear their stories, what experiences they have. 
because um, they can truly enrich a team in a tremendous way. Part of the whole idea of the the team concept too is I think to make sure that we under this umbrella of care that we get rid of or break down the silos. Mm, I think yes. that it is so um, such a a natural thing to find churches or find ourselves in churches where uh, people are trying to do care, but they're working out of these silos. So sure. this team concept is really about bringing everyone under an umbrella mm-hmm. and then saying, okay, who is the champion of this? Mm-hmm. And that same person might also be a person who'd want to go to the hospital or who could mm-hmm. sit with people. Um, and so all of these different ways that then they begin to really respond as a team mm-hmm. and yeah. not as in these silos. And, so and that I, takes the and that takes the leader casting that vision of a team. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and reiterating that, continuing to reiterate that. We're a team here. We have to work together. It's not, it's not information's not to hoard and to keep. We have to share it. We have to share the communication. And that's what makes up the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which goes right into our next concept, trusting the Holy Spirit. Well, there you go. <laughs> go with it. <laughs> we hope that you're enjoying this episode from The Caring Congregation. Check out our website for more resources and information on the four key concepts, thecaringcongregation.com. Also, If you are looking for us to host a seminar, perhaps at your church or in your community, or if you'd like to join us on an upcoming webinar, all that information can be found on our website. We also have two new books, A Care Minister's Manual and Implementation Guide. It was just released by Abington Press. You can purchase through Abington, Cokesbury, or Amazon. Now, back to our conversation talking about the Holy Spirit, trusting the Holy Spirit. Trusting the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, even that's something I think we all struggle with. You know, we really do. We want to have control. We want to have a plan. We want to have control. Well, at least I do. (laughs) I don't know if you guys struggle with that, (laughs) but that's where I've really had to grow and say like, okay, God, like I just, I trust you. I trust your spirit to come and work in ways that are even going to just surprise us and, and, and take us to places that we didn't even guess we would go, you know? Well, and it, and it, brings us back to the place of journey, Mm. which which is, and, and, and I love the word organic too. Um, And I think as leaders, we, we can help our CCEMs, our team, and even those who are supporting the congregational care ministry. I know that that was one of the things that was very important for me to keep as, as the minister of congregational care, keep us all in track with the fact that we may come up with a great idea or a great plan up for ministry, but looking at the destination and yes, let's get this started would sometimes jump us to doing, being so busy with the doing mm-hmm. that we didn't take time to stop and just allow the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to 
maybe open up new concepts or new ideas or some understanding of why this might be important to us. And so um, in, in the time that we would spend in each of our conversations, we would always remind ourselves that this ministry is not really about me. This is about the the work of God that we are equipped to do and able to do because of what the Holy Spirit does in and through us. And even to the point where those who were in the the visitation ministries of CCM, um, I, I would say, you know, before you even get out of your car, you are sitting in the parking lot before you even walk into that hospital stop and take some deep breaths and allow the Holy Spirit to just bathe you with that sense of confidence, um, of that strong ability to know that you can go in, even though you may not know what circumstance you're walking into, you are trusting that before you even enter that room or in that sacred space with another person, God's spirit has already showed up there Mm. and God will help you find those common denominators that link you in that conversation so that the Holy spirit can accomplish what needs to be done in that moment. And just having those conversations, reminding ourselves of that was so important to Mm -hmm. all of our times we gathered. Sure. You know, I do think there are times when we don't even realize how the Holy spirit is working until you know, it could be months later and someone will say, do you remember this? And you go, oh, wow, I didn't even mm-hmm. remember saying that. And and that's when you know God works through all of it. Sure. Um, sure. Absolutely. Well, and when we leave that room for the Holy Spirit to guide us, um, when, when we're asking, you know, God, you know, we are here, we are conduits of your caring ministry, um, you know, where do you see the places where we meet, need to be most present and most effective? Um, there, there lies that ability for the ministry to be really organic, right? Mm-hmm. Where um, it grows out of that sense of wonder um, and grace because we are, we're focused in the right direction. You know, we are seeking God's direction and guidance um, as we do this. And because there's lots of things you and I, you know, can plan. We, we can come up with a, sure. a bunch of lists of things to do to keep ourselves busy in ministry. But oftentimes it's that be still in no place that God wants us, uh, mm-hmm. even as we're in, doing the work of our planning and preparing and, and um, doing the ministry of care. Mm-hmm. Leaving space for the Holy Spirit. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, of course, we move on to evaluate, 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 (laughs) Uh, which I don't think we do enough, um, especially in church work. Um, We want to just move. We're always moving on to the next thing. You know, um, what's the next, you know, uh, what's the next liturgical holiday we have coming up and and how do we move forward? And what's for the summer? What's for the fall and then Advent? And then it's just... Oh my goodness. Yeah. We don't spend enough time evaluating what's working, what's not working. Um, and then what do we celebrate? How do we celebrate? Uh, we don't celebrate enough either. You know, right. we don't celebrate the fruitfulness. Right. Yeah. And really when we do change things up a bit to be able to do it in ways that really invite people into the space to help them enjoy in some regards, 
the evaluation process. I have this sign on my, um, well, it's actually on my fireplace at this moment, but it, it um, many times sits in my office and it says, do not be afraid of change. Be afraid of not changing. Mm. And, and I do think when we can um, give it to God and just say, Lord God, I don't know where you're taking us exactly yet, but um, we're listening and um, we want to be able to make good decisions together mm-hmm. to, and, to, and to give people permission to mm-hmm. just um, say what they're feeling about it. And um, one thing I think I, I feel confident in is that when you are making big changes and you're evaluating, evaluating with people to just sometimes if you could just say, you know, let's just do this for six months. Let's just give it a try. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, you know, we can always uh, change it up again. But we all are feeling like this is a good thing. Let's try it for six months and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And even to announce it to your congregation in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, it, like you said, announcing to the congregation of like, this is something we're going to embark on that is new, that is different. We'd love to hear your feedback you know, and not be defensive. I think it's super easy to be defensive um, in our tone and our posture, um, especially as pastors, you know, we put our heart and soul into something. And sometimes just one comment can really just upset us so easily. But instead of, instead of having a, um, a, a response of defensiveness, but a response of like a response of, of, of welcoming that and you don't always have to respond to their criticism. Um, but just say, thank you. I appreciate you sharing that with me and I'll think on that. <laughs> you know, then that takes a certain amount of spiritual maturity on our part mm-hmm. to prayerfully just, I think, be accepting of how people are mm-hmm. uh, experiencing us mm-hmm. and, um, how we might become better ourselves. Yeah, just to be open to that. Well, and on on that note about bettering ourselves, one of the things that I enjoy most about the the CCM meetings monthly that we do is on that evaluate, evaluate concept, we are doing some soul searching in those meetings. We, We take the first 45 minutes to an hour. We usually meet like for an hour, hour and a half, but we'll use a, a big chunk of that time going around the room and allowing each person to share how they're doing. They may have had a rough situation going on, whether it was in their divorce care or it was in grief care. Um, you know, whether they got bombarded and had to send out 20 cards, you know, in one week, you know, um, what, whatever the specific ministry was that they have felt called to, it gave us an opportunity, opportunity to do that deep theological work that, that I just love about this model of care offers us when we are evaluating, how are we doing? Because if we jump right to how's this ministry working, then we're missing the, I think one of the deepest gifts of this model of care, Mm -hmm. because we are, it is a, a discipling, nurturing, sanctifying experience when we gather to check on each other, to find out how we're doing, how can we support one another? Because even though we all know we have assignments with things to do, 
We also have our own things we're dealing with in our day-to-day lives with family and work and so forth. And and having this be a um, support group or accountability group that it most often can become uh, once we've built that trust base gives us such great opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the growth that I have seen has been uh, as we've evaluated where our mindset has been where the Holy Spirit is maybe digging uh, into some of those um, deep structured, concrete thinking, um, sure. you know, patterns of thought and, and to become more inclusive uh, in our outreach and, mm-hmm. and to where we're listening to one another better. Yeah, and when sure. we can practice doing that as we're evaluating, evaluating, we are then more able to, to, bring those gifts mm-hmm. to those who are ministering to. So uh, uh, yeah, just a great, great opportunity in the evaluation. I think that was a key thing that you said is listening to one another. And I, I think it also takes discernment too. listening to people who have good constructive feedback with your best interest at heart. Every church, every organization, every company is going to have people who just criticize and complain just to do it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have no, <laughs> never, no, no, never no, experienced never. that before. <laughs> um, and, and most of the time they're the, they're the loudest, right? And so how do you discern is what they're saying coming from a, a, a you know, a, a love filled grace filled place, or are they just the type of people that are just really critical and, not going to be helpful. And so, you know, you listen to them and you tell them, thank you. Um, but find those people. Um, I can think in my church of people who I can call members that I can say, you know, Hey, can I run this by you? I want your honest opinion. What do you think? Um, and I know their response. And if there is criticism, it comes from a place of love for me, for the ministry, for the church. And those are the people we really need to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it sometimes just takes time to find those people, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it certainly does help in, in that evaluation process. In all things, great love, you mm-hmm. know, I, those kinds of mentors or um, people who can really in our own growth as pastors, they, they care deeply about the church and deeply about us yes. and, and they really want us to succeed so mm-hmm. to just um, mm-hmm. to look to them and be yeah. grateful, yeah, um, that they feel capable and able to to continue that mentoring. Have you ever had an experience in your groups with your, among your CCMs where because you've done this evaluation, you know, the evaluate, evaluate, you've you've found one CCM say, you know, I think I'm shifting, and, and I and I might want to shift this you know, I'm feeling called to this over here, you know, Mm -hmm. and and, um, Mm -hmm. that's a great place where we get to give that permission or that authority to say, you know, where the spirit Mm -hmm. is leading you, you know, know, go there. Do do have you found that to be true among some of your CCM? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There are times when we had this one gentleman who he said, I will not go to the hospital and because I have been a physician my whole life and I will not go back into the hospital. And there came a day where we needed 
this, and I will call him um, Myron, um, to go to the hospital. And once he went, it was like, that was the best day of ministry. Wow. And, wow. That's um, great. And, you know, he just, um, it was in our own pinch that we needed to call him out. And he did such a great job and enjoyed it for years awesome. after that. Yeah, I only I always encourage my CCMs um, to, and I'm going to lead into the fourth concept of about praying, praying where and discerning where the Spirit is leading them in this ministry because it's not static. Um, I bet all of you, actually, I know all of your stories <laughs> that your call to ministry, um, while there may be some basic key tenets, has shifted, evolved, and changed. Um, and, and knowing all of you, uh, a lot of that is because of prayer, right? And oh, absolutely. The Holy Spirit has led us and, and guided us through prayer to where we're really, um, for this season of our life, where we're meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, that's such a foundational concept, Joy. And yet, how many times in a lifetime do we have to be reminded or relearn it? or grow into it more. Um, you know, we we will get busy doing things and all of a sudden that whole foundational piece mm-hmm. of the, and the discipline of praying in a meditative, prayerful way every day, first thing. Um, how many times I fall off that wagon? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but then, Same. gratefully, my friends and colleagues will say, Let's pray. Yeah, that's right. And then back to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to um, kind of beat myself up for that, you know, that I'd go to prayer last as the last resort mm-hmm. um, until until it really sunk in with me that even that, that ability to recognize I should have gone there first mm-hmm. is such a grace gift you know, not not to heap guilt upon me because I didn't go there, but to but to remind me that every every moment I serve a God of second chances and new beginnings, mm-hmm. and and the conversation sometimes for me is is turning more towards uh, an attitude of of gratitude or, or thanksgiving. You know, um, I'm just so grateful that you're there. You know. I don't know what's happening. I feel out of control. This isn't going well. You know, I've got too much to do. Um, you know, whatever the circumstance I find myself in is in, um, instead of doing a lot of the pleading, 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 or bargaining, 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 <laughs> bargaining that I do so well, um, just stopping, just stopping and taking a few breaths and just say, you know what, I just want to be grateful, you know, yeah. give me that spirit of gratitude. I'm just so glad you're there. You know, I, I know I'll get through this or, or the person that I'm praying for, I, w- I will even say, uh, especially when, when we're praying with people who have gone through just whatever is the most um, unbelievable circumstance, you know, and, and it's their emotions and their feelings, all of that are raw. These wounds are so deep, mm-hmm, you know, um, get, getting really wordy in our prayer sometime is just, 
I, I, I can speak from my own experience, you know, when I would be in those situations and someone had to go into this long, you know, um, very well articulated prayer. I just wanted someone to validate where I was in the moment. And so sometimes I can, in those prayers, I'll, I will say, you know, God, you know, um, this, this person before me is going through whatever it happens to be. And, and we don't know what to do next, except we are here and we are so grateful that you are with us. You know, can we just pause and just, and just be grateful that you're with us in this, even though we don't understand. Um, sometimes that just gives, gives people such a great restart, you know, or a little bit of energy to have mm-hmm. a different thought come mm-hmm. in their mind. Um, and to have I'm a- not, I'm not alone. Yeah. yeah. And to have that focus that God is present. God is is in this. You know, we don't have to figure this out, just the two of us. Right. Or even if it's in a team. Like, God is present and going to lead us in all things. And that is that is trusting the Holy Spirit. <laughs> right. So, right. You know, yeah. friends, even as we uh, tie up this um, this podcast, I as we're talking about prayer, I really want us to remember our colleague, Melissa, um, with prayer in all things, pray first and last, right? Oh, gracious God, um, we come to you in good times and in times, Lord God, when we can barely pick up our feet or know the path, Lord God, of what we are moving into. Um, each and every moment you are with us, and we are grateful, Lord God, for your guidance and for your vision for our lives. So be not only with Melissa, but for those throughout our country, oh God, who are making it through all of these challenging days. All this we pray in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to check out our website for more information, thecaringcongregation.com. There's more resources as well as ways to get in touch with us if you have any other questions or or follow-up comments. Be sure to like and share this episode and subscribe to our channel as next week we have a brand new episode talking about other topics on congregational care ministry. Until then, may God bless you and keep you.